Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's why I feel like teaching kids in the inner city jujitsu has like really changed my life. Anyway, we're recording now. Wow. Hello, everybody. This is episode two of uh, Still an Unnamed Podcast. I think but, the Dylan and Cooper podcast is good. It kind of lets people know what we're all about. Yeah. We're all about Dylan and Cooper. Possibly the International Players Podcast. Yeah. And we'd like to uh, give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Tony Chentry, uh, Creole seasoning of uh, the South, but it really goes everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but Tony Chetri was a POW during the Vietnam War. Even the way he got it through it was blending chili powders and garlic powders. And Yeah, to- Tony Chetri's is a seasoning, and um, they're very, very good sponsor to us. So if you'd like to get a discount on that and save 20% at checkout, uh, put in Dylan and Coop at TonyChentry.com. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, let's start the episode. Yeah. We just watched The Joker. You hadn't seen it, right? I hadn't seen it because I don't, I don't go to movies, really. Because it's very... It's, I don't like spending that kind of money. Okay. Nonetheless, I spend my money on other terrible things. Every time I think about a movie, I just think, $17? So you... How much had you heard about this movie? I imagine like a lot because people were talking about oh, it. Oh, so much. Did was, you know the ending? No. Okay. No, I didn't. That's the, cool. I liked the trailers because they didn't really tell me anything about the movie. Like, I thought that he, like, like threatened his way onto the show. Oh, okay. And he's just sort of being made fun of. Like, Tosh.0. <laughs> that, was like, that was like a talk show version of Tosh.0. Like, let's bring on this crazy guy. And then <laughs> murders him. And finally walking. Well, what did you think about the movie? I liked it. I don't, I think I liked it. It's like I was telling you where I was watching it. And, uh, and I was like, I, I, I'm afraid of being this. Like it was, I, I think we were talking about how, like, I think like really stable people would really like that movie or hate it. But I feel like they'd like it because it'd be like, oh man, like that's so wild. That's so crazy. This would never happen. (laughs) Yeah. And then, then, yeah. I'm just here just like, you know. All it would take is a few years of not taking care of myself, and then there we are. The Joker. One canceled Postmates driver? Yeah. And I'm that trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. If I get less than a $5 tip <laughs> on this order from California Chicken Cafe, yeah. I will shoot three men on the subway. <laughs> but they had, they started shit. You they know? did start it. That's why, it he, yeah. This guy was just being like... Beaten into the ground at every turn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I thought most of the movie was going to be, of like him getting his ass kicked and then him fighting back, which it was. And then the whole time you'd be like, fuck yeah. But then it got to a point where I was like, I, I am relating to this guy, but not in a way that I am glad about what's happening. <laughs> like it went from like, fuck yeah, good for him to just like, gosh, he's really got to get back on meds. He has really <laughs> got to get back on meds. He's really got to. Yeah. Really got to do that. But I mean, it was great. Because you killed a man. I did. Yeah, I killed a guy. um, I killed a guy uh, at an open mic. um, And they let me finish my time, um, which was good. Sounds pretty irresponsible, but we all love it. Yeah, I mean, I would would, uh, never do something of a lesser extent that I wouldn't want to mention on a podcast for legal reasons. Classic. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, we were talking about the movie about how I feel like we were laughing at some things that, like, I don't want to say most people wouldn't. I want to be like, we're laughing at shit. But, like, I feel like the parts that we laughed were, like, not parts that other people. There was a lot of great dark humor. And and this is the same director of The Hangover and, like, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And all that. So that, I I thought that was pretty cool. It was Uh, a good turn. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about, oh, God, this is such a dumb question. But what is it about, like, um, comedy and, like, tragedy? Like, they seem like pretty inter- like uh, Jordan Peele, you know, from going yeah. from his sketch show to to uh, directing. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I feel you. I feel like all of Joker is just like really tense, long setups to jokes you didn't know were coming. <laughs> or like his mom's dying and he murdered the guy. They're investigating him, but then they have him walk into the door. After, yeah. like, 30 minutes of oh, just, like, God. sad, horrid shit. A lot of great comic relief. Dark, it, but funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like that, like, to like that movie, you have to, like... And by the way, this conversation is, like, eight months late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this is literally... It's like, yeah, we've heard all this, this is, shit before. <laughs> this is truly the worst podcast that could exist. <laughs> yeah. all, we start, don't you hate that we, when you, like, hear just, like... I, I don't, you know. Yeah. No, but it's worse for every single reason. Like, all I've been seeing on Twitter today is, like, we gotta stop white male comedians from starting podcasts. And we're just here in this cabin, like, what the fuck else are we supposed to do? Yeah. It's, you yeah. you leave me alone with my thoughts, and you give me a microphone, and you give me a laptop, and you expect me, oh, and I'm not gonna make a podcast. Oh, what? So I deliberately brought a microphone up to this cabin oh. to do a podcast, and you're gonna blame me? Oh, yeah, for doing fuck a po- me, right? <laughs> fuck me, right, for wanting to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, things happen. You know what I mean? People need radio now more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the new version of being punk is just making a podcast nobody wants that nobody will yeah, listen about to. About like subjects that no one cares about. <laughs> Literally, two white guys starting podcasts. The first topic, The Joker. <laughs> Eight months late. <laughs> hey, I kind of like relate to that guy because I'm, I'm kind of like dark too. <laughs> That's all I'm trying not to do right uh, now. I'm just being I know, like, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible, but it doesn't. Yeah, um, I don't I don't criticize. But, oh, look at all these, look at all these X Y Z reading books. <laughs> Wait, what? You know what is this? You're, we're talking about like why why can't people podcast? You know. <laughs> I'm not. Well, no, I I'm gonna start doing tweets like, "What's with all these fucking Hispanic women reading books? Why are all these Warren voters mad?" No, it's, like it's, it's usually white women saying, "White yeah. men." Yeah, I say we start a movement. White women can't read books, or it's at least annoying for them to read books. I feel like that. It's like a that, terrible you know, idea. Yeah, Dylan, I feel like that comes from a different place. No. Right. I feel like reading is a good thing to do. There's just so many podcasting. Twitter setups that's done by everybody, and I'm guilty of it too. That it's like, oh, of course. My boyfriend, my girlfriend, yeah. my <laughs> straight white males liking certain things. That feeling when your boyfriend who's a straight white male is liking certain things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's my line. That's a, yeah. I, I love yeah. that one. <laughs> That's your one. That I hate viral. it when my straight white male boyfriend <laughs> fucks me. <laughs> Don't you, you hate sh- that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? <laughs> you, you should start doing that just when you be like, I hate my gay, wh- my gay white boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> 
my gay white boyfriend is always giving me shit. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the, the name of this podcast, Demonize the Gay Man. People are like, that's fucked up. They're like, nah, listen to it. They like guys. It's nah, fine. it's all right. Okay. I feel like that's how people are about gay people nowadays. Or like the people that were used to be like super against it. Now like the attitude of like more conservative people is like, yeah, you know, as long as... <laughs> I, yeah, I think they just had to. They just had to give up on that one. Right? They're like, "Well, listen, you know, we can't not let him get married. Nah, but, we still don't like him, but. you know. But we can still kill all the other people, right?" And oh God! He'll, you know, it's getting like, way too political, and I'm not a political guy. Yeah, we've been. Are a, you a political guy? No. I mean, I vote. I try and stay, but I'm like a. I'm like my education on politics is like. Through Twitter, like just, yeah, yeah, which feels so stupid, <laughs> doesn't but it? But then, what's great about Twitter is there are a lot of smart people that will just call bullshit on like MSNBC, and like the debate will happen, and they'll be like, "Did you see this shit?" And you're like, "No, nah, I didn't." And then they explain to you why it's bad, and you're like, "That kind of makes sense." Oh my god! And you look at their Twitter, and they're like a doctor at a university. You're like, "All right, I can trust <laughs> this guy." Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's how, like, I don't know, like me and my grandma think very differently because, like, my grandma is like a like very progressive like an 80 year old woman but the only place we differ differ is that she's like a very like establishment democrat mm-hmm. and you know i'm a fucking what does that mean establishment democrat? is that like joe biden yeah like joe biden hillary clinton just sort of like all the people who um you know it's like how like democrats so long have like pandered to black voters just to get their votes but then like haven't done anything for the community and it's like just like the establishment that's sort of pushing forward the same direction as like the Republicans. Like they all sort of work as a group. Cooper, uh, we are two white guys, yeah, in a cabin. That's what people doing say. Doing a podcast, yeah, about Joker, yeah, and politics, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the worst thing in the world. It's the worst thing in the world. We're not gonna get away. From people it. don't want to hear this. <laughs> no, it's bad. <laughs> well, I'm I'm very angry that you even asked me. To I'm sorry to anyone sandwich. who's listened this far. Yeah, honestly, we're we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. But the point is, my grandma voted for Klobuchar early in California. I don't even know she... who Klobuchar is. Exactly, because she dropped out before the vote happened. Because my grandma watched MSNBC and they were like, uh, "Bernie is too loud," and she was like, "Okay." She voted Klobuchar. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) President Klobuchar. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, this... Yeah, this is... This bad. (laughs) We... Oh, I want to... You know what I want to do? Is play Monopoly. If we try to make this the worst podcast ever... Alright. Every episode, it's Dylan (laughs) Cooper. We're in a cabin. We talk about Joker the movie. (laughs) We like, talk about it every time, and we bring up points we already have, like we haven't thought of it. Like, yeah. you know, I know we've been talking about it for a while, but I did almost feel sort of scared that I could be that. And you're like, I feel you. We just do it again and again. And we do it again. Yeah. We, we're in the cabin, two white guys yeah. talking about Joker politics, <laughs> but all the while, to make this podcast even worse, we're playing Monopoly <laughs> with <laughs> only two people. <laughs> Monopoly with two people, yeah. and the podcast does not end until... You know, it really, if you really look at the numbers at the polls. <laughs> oh, fuck, Bart Place. <laughs> My, uh, yeah, no, it's just astonishing. That's about to be a podcast of guys playing Monopoly. There's so someone like, listening to this, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a perfect idea. It's like explaining, like, it's called, the podcast is called Capitalism is a Game, and he plays Monopoly different ways. Oh, this version of Monopoly. I get all the property, 
And everyone else has to pay for it. <laughs> no, this is how Monopoly would work if it was under socialized medicine. <laughs> Why are these guys doing this stupid fucking podcast? Nobody fucking cares, you dummies. I'm just glad that we're not uh, doing sketch comedy during the pandemic. I was thinking about it. You were thinking about it? I was it? thinking about doing it. You mean... I'd say we put out a couple of no. okay sketches... <laughs> Okay, well now we're like now we're the only this is this this is the first time this podcast has been interesting because we're foreshadowing more things people do not want from us and like how about a sketch? Oh yeah, you don't want sketches right now in this time of crisis? Well, you got one. (laughs) Mother. Well, that's how I was talking about live sketch comedy. I saw several people I know like a week after the quarantine of like we're having our sketch comedy show and it's like who comes when the world isn't ending like. How much faith do you have? I don't know about that. But it's a bad time for sketches. Am I ruffling live sketch comedy feathers? I know a lot of people and a lot of sketch groups with a lot of power. And I'm not going to fuck up my chances with them just for this stupid fucking podcast. Well, I have a lot of dirt. You try it, Cooper. Sketch comedy is hard and a lot of people like it. I it's did. Worth it. I did sketch comedy in a in a playwriting class in college, and it was great because we had to write short plays and perform them in front of the class, and it was just a great way to bomb. <laughs> it, <laughs> but you got you got to bomb, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, people would laugh, but it it was like uh, I think like I hope he doesn't hurt us. Laughs. Uh, that's not true. It was just true. Cool. I would just write like ridiculous shit. And I was like, this will be great because I don't care about these people. And so I can just go up and write horrible things and bomb. Wrote a whole thing about the bagel boss. Oh, nice. I think we found a new topic for our podcast, too. Right now, <laughs> it's Joker Politics Monopoly and Sketch Comedy. Our thoughts on Sketch Comedy. Man, this podcast <laughs> is gonna blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you've made it this far, just know things get worse. <laughs> My opinions are really, really dumb. We're gonna put like, like, like directors' comments in the podcast, like clip and cuts of just like. At this point, we really thought we should have stopped it. At this point, I gave Dylan a look and mouthed the words, "Let's kill yeah. the bear." Because if you're listening, you'll notice that you're not watching us. We could film this on a phone. It just seems like a lot of work. But it would be worth it, right? <laughs> it's a great thing to say on a podcast of like, you know, trying to expand this and make it more easy for people to enjoy. That really sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> How about we just talk about <laughs> the Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix and my opinions on it. And then we'll just keep doing this bit that's never been funny about having a fake sponsor. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed at us. We fell into that very quickly. We did. New podcast thing of pretending to have a sponsor. I mean, yeah, that's like... but we had to. That's like the aristocrats joke of, it's a, of podcasts. It's, it's a, okay. We got to be honest with you guys. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Tony Chanchery's at all. Creole seasoning. But we really like to be, and we're hoping that this podcast could lead to an endorsement. We, You don't have to pay us... I don't even want an endorsement. I would just love just for someone at the company, even if it's just like uh, just like a janitor, to just give me a call. Yeah. To just just be like, hey, um, 
I hate myself a lot, so I spent a lot of time on YouTube, and I found your podcast. It's awful. Um, but I work at the plant, and you're just like, it's so good to connect with the people who do what you do. I say, thank you for your service at Tony Chanchery's. We hope you come back again. People have sold stuff. Look at that hot, hot sauce guy. Fiery Wings. <laughs> Remember that show? It's on a YouTube show. Yeah, but now it's on TNT. Hot Ones. Bone. It's called Bone Wings. It's not Hot Ones. It's, it's a podcast where the guy brings on a celebrity and they have a bunch of wings lined up in a row. From least spicy to spiciest. And then they ask questions. Yeah, now that is on TV. No, it's called Bone Wing. You said Hot Ones. Yeah. It's Bone Wing. Okay, well I'm about to blow your mind. Because there's another show on YouTube called Hot Ones, and now it is on TNT. Is it? Yeah. Is it, What's the premise of the show? The same as what you talked about. The exact same premise. Wild bones? <laughs> Wing bones? Yeah, the exact same premise. Was it with Sean Evans? And Post Malone. Co-hosts. What? Yeah. Okay, well then they're just copying Hot Ones. But I say we copy Hot Ones... But ours is Tony Chanchery's. What about different assortments of Tony Chanchery's Creole seasoning? What about uh? What about? <laughs> and it's never like that spicy. It doesn't get like progressively hotter or anything. It's just like this is another. That's another wing with Tony Chanchery's on it. You just hear me kind of occasionally blow my nose, stuff like that. We should do a hot wing show, but we don't film it. It's just us on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just like and it's like neither of us are the one being interviewed so we're just trying to hold what is a relatively boring conversation over just hot wings <laughs> i'm just like yeah joker a lot of weird messages in it <laughs> people are just like why did they make what wasn't good worse <laughs> I feel like it's it sort of something becomes good when you make something so bad. What's another cringe topic we could talk about? Because we've been talking a lot about a lot of cringe stuff in a lot of cringe ways. I feel I feel pretty responsible. I came in too hot. I I, I never think about what I say. <laughs> I just say shit, and I, it's gonna get me into trouble one day. <laughs> and I just like I I I just know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? So just like. You're just, just fucking kill me. Just, you know? You're like, just foreshadowing a cancel right now. Yeah. And, it, well, it feels like, it, you know, I've said enough terrible things or, like, things that can get misinterpreted that it's like, why do I even bother trying? <laughs> you know? Is that what you wanted? Did you want to silence the next generation of artists by saying, like, Oh, this person, like, uh, God, and look, and now I'm going back to, to like, comedy's two PC these days, <laughs> which is the worst thing anyone could ever do on a podcast. No one gives a fuck. I was going to say, I said, <laughs> no, why, why, God, I'm cursed. You said, I'm cursed you... a podcast where I know little information about topics that everyone else is talking about. You God. said, let's talk about another cringe topic, and then naturally fell into <laughs> the most, the worst thing that we could have gotten That's the cringiest thing. To. That's the cringiest thing when people are like, fucking, 
You better not judge me for saying. Well, it's such it's such a waste of time. But it's so hard to slip. Like how many convert like actual conversations do people have with their friends, and you say something a little fucked up? That's friendship. You know what I mean? No, it is. I mean, people being more honest. I feel like it's not hard for me to slip though. I feel like it's very two. It's like two very different modes of personality for me. What does that mean? Well, it's like. I mean, like, if I'm going to say something that is fucked up, I feel like I'm so aware of it and hoping that it at least resonates somehow in a laugh, that it's, like, such a build-up to a moment. Like, anytime I've ever said anything, like, slightly bad, you could probably tell I always just feel bad. And well, like, sure. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, when I'm talking, like, on a podcast or to, like, regular people, like, to say something like that, would I would have to, like, try. To say something like what? Like, fucked up. Like, I don't know. Like, something that people would be offended by. I don't know. Most of the time, my problem is saying things that are uh, too negative that people get bummed out out. Yeah, well, what if, what if we lived in a world where every time you were, like, too negative, you got canceled? That's I mean, the, that would suck, but I don't know if that's a fair comparison. Would you... It's not a fair comparison. <laughs> but very I still want to throw that out in the air. No, I what mean... What if you lived in a world where if you got too negative, people were like, pick it out and like, look at this negative thing. This well, person. I mean, I'll, I'll like, you know, I'll agree with you on the fact that it's, it's not good to uh, throw away all understanding of a situation. But it's also different. Also, that does happen, though, with negativity. Like, people, not to the same extent, of course, people hate negative people. It's like, you'll get, like, subtly canceled out of a friend group, but, like, that guy fucking right, so, bumps like, me out. Yeah, for So, sure. they're both things to work on, which, understandably, I, it's like, yeah, why would anyone want that? But, like, I don't know, like, some people, I always think Lame. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but you want us to be the same person on the podcast? The no. same guy? No, we bring something interesting. We both bring something interesting to the table. But, no, I mean, I always I always say to negative Not things. at all. <laughs> like, like one, yeah, no, not nothing interesting. Just different. Just different, like, two different shades of It's page. another podcast of the same shit you always hear. <laughs> well, <laughs> what about the same two white guys you've heard forever? <laughs> but they're less funny. But they're less funny, and they don't record themselves on video, <laughs> and it's very hard to access. <laughs> you have to go to three different websites <laughs> to get it. What, wouldn't you want to listen to a podcast that is a collection of minds from Lights Out with David Spade and a Pop-Tart commercial? God, we are fucking killing it, dude. It's so sad that someone in Nebraska would be like, just one of their lives. <laughs> Probably not, to be honest. They're fine. They're much happier. No, I've, I'm excited, man. If, like, ever anything goes bad, you know, we... We were on national television, and a lot of old people see our commercials. Well, not not commercials. God, well, I want to take this out. Why do I always say stupid stuff? I hate well, my, no, that's, I hate, no, that's not God. no, that's not stupid. What no, is it's it? stupid. What it is, is that, I gotta what, go, man. 
<laughs> I gotta go to bed. No, what it is is that we did something very different where uh, a booker for a, a TV show said he's so funny he should be on TV. And, and a then, booker for Pop-Tarts, the national brand. A, a casting agent and an advertiser said that guy has a monotone douchebag face that we can sell Pop-Tarts with. Screams Pop-Tart. <laughs> I, li- you know how I that- love that commercial because so many commercials... Cooper Lydon isn't a Pop-Tarts guy. How do they search it on YouTube? You can probably just type in, like, Pop-Tarts. Cooper oh, you cocky ass. I know exactly how you to type it out. If you type in Pop-Tarts, Cooper Lydon would go there. There's, like, three million views. It's all I have. Okay. Well, be that as it may. That's very cool. And I like that commercial because it doesn't try to, like, overplay, yeah. like, jokey, jokey yeah. bullshit. You, it, it's it, it, The shot is of you, and you got some Pop-Tarts by you. And then what happens? Tell and the people. She uh she starts uh I'm about to eat the Pop Tart, then she interrupts me. She's off camera. It's a she, voiceover. It's a voice that I can't see but hear. And then God she, voice. There's like this whole sequence of like people eating Pop Tarts and she's explaining what Pop Tarts are, where she's like, What if you could have and she's describing Pop Tarts and then I cut her off and I go, Pasta. And then she goes, Yeah, we're talking about pasta and then I say, I like pesto. And that was fun because I got to ad lib that long. And then it's popped. And then they got to keep it, which was cool. That is. Because that's what most of it was, just sitting in a house in the valley, 10 minutes away from my home, and uh, riffing with uh, with a lady who does voiceover. But you nice. did the Pop Tarts commercial. I did. And now it's been money and horrors for Cooper ever since. Yeah, I had to pay back a $2,800 family loan. And then I had uh, a little more, I think I had 800 left of like 4K. And I spent that in about two weeks. So you had like how much left? About eight hundred. About eight hundred. There was another expense in there, about eight hundred. But that's the highlight. Oh, high roller Cooper gets his pop tart commercial and then forgets the little guy. <laughs> you piece of shit! I hope you, I hope you pay for what you did. <laughs> yeah, you, you fucking asshole! I'm the face of pop tarts, and all I am of a sudden, not the face. I was no, very quickly replaced knows. by Jonathan Van Ness from Everybody Queer knows. When pe- I've seen people recognize you from Pop Tart commercial. Your cousin? Yes. Who lives in New Mexico. No, she didn't recognize you. You just told her. We no, just walked she, in. She recognized you <laughs> from that Pop Tarts commercial. She was like, wait. Do you know how many 3 million is, Cooper? It's a good amount, but I think yeah. It's and a- how many times has it been on TV? I was at my friend's house back in back in my hometown in yeah. Colorado, and and no, it was this group of people I didn't know. It was my friend, and we were all up watching like a football game or or just like a highlights. Yeah, and then your face popped up <laughs> in another state with people I didn't even know, yeah. and I was like. That's Cooper Lydon. <laughs> and he selling Pop-Tarts. And they were into the commercial, dude. You well, are killing it. I am glad. Wow. I am glad to hear that. And I... Uh, and you think you're so much fucking better than me, don't you? No. You rub it in my fucking face every day. Ha <laughs> ha, Yeah, I do. You'll I never do be in a, a Pop-Tarts commercial, but look at us now. Yeah. No, I do think I'm a lot better than you because all you had to do was uh, work for years to write good jokes and tell your dumbass stand-up on national <laughs> Oh, TV. shut up. But it does – I try and not be negative because it does – everything you're saying just makes me sad because I'm like, that 
is the most I will ever do. Oh, shut and up, Pop-Tarts. That's so self-serving. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no one's... I'm never going to be a Pop-Tart <laughs> king of the world. Shut up. It's every hero never <laughs> thinks they're ready for the challenge. But, we, Cooper, you could be the Pop-Tart king of the world. <laughs> so you're saying that my mobility would not go up outside of Pop-Tarts, though. It would get but better. But it would be but, huge. But within Pop-Tarts. All the people in the Pop-Tarts and Strudel businesses are like, who is this Cooper Lion? Toaster Strudel Pillsbury is so pissed. They're like, how did we not They're going to try to him? buy you out. They're, They're going to come and like, who's this Cooper I'll be Lion? like the Verizon guy yes. who went to Sprint, except no one will remember that I was in that commercial. Yeah, the, uh, so they'll be like... Can you hear me now? Yeah. He's starting Verizon, switch over to Sprint. Because yeah. Verizon fired him, Sprint said, oh yeah? We'll use your own weapon against you. Yeah. God, you got Pillsbury in the mix. Do you think you he got, got Pop Tarts in the a mix? Crazy amount. Bakers. He, what? Do you think he got sued, or do you think them firing him voided the contract? It probably wasn't Cause, in cause, his contract. Like, it, I'm sure there had to be something of like you can't. It must have been like go. a certain amount of time or something. Or, because what if like what if he went to Sprint and then they just buried him in lawsuits? <laughs> and that poor guy who got a pop off the commercial and made his life. Like, is just buried in, like, $500 million of Verizon money. Can you hear me now? <laughs> he's like, hear me now? he's murdering the CEO of Verizon. Can, Can you, you hear me now? <laughs> Can you hear me now, motherfucker? He's wearing a Sprint shirt. Can you hear me now, God? <laughs> I'm calling. I guess I don't have good reception. God, this podcast is so bad. We really did reach the peak of I'm worst podcast like in the world of of a guy complaining that he got on a commercial. Yeah, that's such fucking douchebags. That is, I don't know how much worse we could get. We could try. <laughs> <laughs> how much deeper can we go? Let's see where the submarine takes us. <laughs> Let's plunge into the dark. Here we go. This podcast <laughs> is just going to be called Defending Shane Gillis. <laughs> Just, we should call that, but then just never do that. Just never mention it at all. And people are like, you'd be like, are these guys fucked up? I, they just talk about bullshit. But why is it called that? No one knows. We'll just we'll just call it like Stalin killed more. And people are like, what is this about? What is going on? It's talking about. It says about Stalin, but then they're just talking about. <laughs> How they've been on TV before? <laughs> just this guy keeps mentioning "Lights Out" with David Spade. I saw a billboard for that. I don't know this Pop Tart kid. <laughs> I haven't seen the commercial. I looked it up. I can't find it. I think they're lying. I think they're lying. They lied about a sponsor they had for some sort of seizing that they never really explained fully. We make someone lose their minds. They're like they have like like uh, like red lines over pictures on like a cork board, and they're like, "It doesn't make sense." Okay, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, that's because we're cool. <laughs> and you just, if you don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> we, we make the word podcast in the world. It's just horrible. And we're like, listen, if you don't get it, then you're just not with the times. And then they're like, wait, I am with the times. <laughs> and all of our friends are just like, guys, it's, it's it, just not funny. It's just not funny. <laughs> There's so many things you could do with an hour and a half that would be more productive to both of you, you know? We throw our lives away. Yeah. For a terrible podcast. But isn't that Hollywood, baby? Take the dice and roll them. Do you think anyone has, like, moved out to L.A. 
but like just to start a podcast. <laughs> like like they don't have to leave their home, but for some reason they just move to LA. <laughs> they never take meetings. No, they're just they're just like paying a lot for a studio in Burbank to do the podcast every oh, week. God, that would be great. And I you love that. That would be a great. That would be the. That would be the next Joker movie. Like a guy that moves out here to start a podcast, and he pays a studio every week, and there's a producer that has to watch him do it, and he just sees the de-evolution of this guy that's just like turning into Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a stupid fucking podcast with me? You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> anyway, now let's talk about Squarespace. He has a lot of ads, though. Yeah. A lot of ads. There's a lot yeah. of great ads Just coming through. Like, oh, gosh. Getting a lot of traction. Man. This is... Uh, I'm starting to love this podcast, actually. I, I don't know if it's good or if we're like the comic that always bombs and just riffs on bombing. Yeah. Because that's not, like... I mean, that's a thing. But it's, like, it's funny, but then when regular people see it, they're like, why is he being so negative about <laughs> the comedy that he's doing? They What's, don't understand... The hours of shame that has built this set about me bombing. You don't understand how deep I've taken this submarine. And I'm not going to stop. This podcast is going to get even worse. You really got to... I mean, I get... You want to know my opinions about about the current affairs? I got them. <laughs> and they're bad. And I only read the headline, motherfucker. <laughs> I get everything off Twitter. <laughs> I get my information from the National Enquiries blog. <laughs> you can't get any worse. <laughs> I mean, you gotta respect comedians that just like make their whole thing about bombing because that is the only, such a pure dedication. The only way I can do this is because people cannot see us and I cannot hear. Can we their talk reaction. about James Demon? He's different to me. I think James Deanman is... Oh, God, now we're talking about comedians. Okay, but quick shout-out. Fucking James Demon is hilarious. The, I don't yeah. care what anybody says. His shit is so good. Yeah. The quick, and it's going to get even funnier. It really is. The quick summary of James Demon is that there are a lot of guys that start talking about This is how a they, comedian. He's yeah. a comedian. And they a lot of guys start talking about how they bomb because they can't not bomb. But James Demon is special because he bombs on purpose. And for context, he wears a black jean jacket with painted nails, a shirt with a pentagram on it with a smiley face in it, and contacts that make his eyes white or red. Like cat-like, I Like cat-like eyes. And his name is James Demon. I think it's... Also, the, one of the nicest guys. What Off The stage. nicest human... You would never expect it, but James Demon is the nicest human I've met. Truly one so One of cordial. the sweetest yeah. gentlemen on yeah. the comedy scene. Yeah. And he has such a respectable contentment for people, where like he'll go on stage at the improv and be like, All of you are awful. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> even you can see in some piece, people's faces, like they believe it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, <laughs> it's great, but it, they should kind of because it's sort of true. Like I think he came up one time and and he did. So his, wait, he's this guy. He, he his acts, or at least the things I've seen, is like okay. James Demon's mission is to go up, he, and then he talks about how he's going to torture the audience by these. 
by telling terrible jokes and punchlines. Yeah. He has a whole intro where he goes, Good evening. I'm James Demon. He's a and I'm not gonna genius. do his I'm not gonna do his thing. I but, love that guy. But he James is James Demon, you're awesome, man. Yeah. And he's hilarious because he just doesn't care. But what, we have to move on because no yeah, one we have to move again on. we're doing things that are podcast mistakes yeah no one who's li- if there's anyone listening at all which there's not okay <laughs> let's just get that out of the fucking way <laughs> we are devolving into just a manifesto we're talking about people that that outside don't know this person personally yeah we're talking about the joker we're talking about uh, uh, politics and yeah. current events. We don't know the information. We're like this a, is a bad podcast. We're a scene in a movie about space where like he's floating away and Mission Control can't bring him back, and he's talking to Mission Control, but then the reception cuts out and he's just talking to himself, <laughs> and he's like, "It's been a good life, but no one's listening." Yeah, and like right now we're coming into our full form. Everyone is gone. I'm going to Every- re-listen to this episode of this podcast on a spaceship to nowhere. Yeah. And then as I exit the atmosphere, it's gonna as the the podcast our podcast is gonna be playing in the background it's like this is major time to ground control. I'm stepping through the door and then just like you know like when you're running out of oxygen and like a astronaut <laughs> <laughs> just listen to ah, so just saw the Joker eight months later. <laughs> Fuck, that's that's the graphic for this podcast. It's just us blue faced in space. <laughs> that's nice. all it is. I mean, I think we made the mistake before even starting the podcast because we are recording this a day after the last one while being in a cabin, and the only thing we've done is go to the store. Yeah, like all we've done is like look at a river, then be like, all right, well, let's share some thoughts for an hour. I know. Well, it's, uh, I feel like that's what everyone's doing right now, though, and just in different settings. Yeah. I mean, if anything, this is just a way to pass the time. And what isn't? I know. <laughs> How do you expect me not to podcast? I've got... I mean, listen, I've eaten all the Dove decadent chocolates I can. I don't know how else to pass the time. Yeah. There's only so many books I cannot read. Yeah, I can't. I you ever can't. just like pick up a book and then I like open it and then like three page, like three sentences and uh, nah. Yeah, I thought I could. I thought I always think I can. There's always this like thought in my head where it's like, oh, I can pick up a book. I can like better myself because you like the idea. I love the idea <laughs> of getting smarter by reading. Yeah. The same as, like, running. I'm always like, I'm going to get back into running. And then I go running, and I'm like, ah, my fucking grandpa's dead. He taught me to run. Fuck all this. And then I just yeah. fucking leave. I mean, yeah, com- completely. This but, you know, is major time to ground control. I'm stepping through the door. And there's Tony Chancheries inside the spice rack. And these guys are making... A really bad podcast. <laughs> so here we, are we sitting in the cabin. We need to come up with some kind of other name. I was than, expecting than, applause, Cooper. That I put my heart into that. Well, I know, I know you did, but it's like you know it that I support you. So, so much. self-serving. I'm sorry. No, I feel like everything I do for you is an applause. You know. Wow. Everything I do is for you. I value you know? your friendship, and I'm glad that. We're in quarantine together. And that's what this podcast is about. Quarantine. Oh, God. What a what a podcast. Hey, how about you tell a story, Cooper, about an embarrassing time in your past? 
and we just talk about it. We can both do an embarrassing moment. Okay. I'll start off if you yeah, want to think about no, yours. Go for it. Yeah. I'm maybe seven or eight years old. Okay. And I ate a lot that day, like many other days in my life. And I go and hang out with my friend, my friend Michael. And um, we go to a baseball game. His parents take us to like a high school baseball game. And I really had to poop. I really, really had to poop. And so I was like, oh, I'll go to the bathroom. But for some reason, the bathroom wasn't there. And I had to poop really, really bad. And so I decided we were going to like walk over. I think Michael had to poop too. Or he just took me to go poop. But I pooped on this other side of this baseball field. And as the poop was coming out, not even before it hit the ground, like mid, mid, mid cargo, two, two like really attractive women walked by. And I think they were like in middle school or high school. And I just remember them laughing at me. And then I didn't have any toilet paper and I was shitting while they were looking and laughing at me. Did they stop? Yeah, they stopped, they like pointed, ha ha, and then kept walking, laughing, and talking about it. So that wasn't the worst part either. So, oh, I know why, is Michael's brother was in the game. He was like playing the game. And you're behind the field? I'm on the side in a way. There's just like a little uh, brick building, and so I went behind and it. there's no bathroom? There's no bathroom. Otherwise, I would have pooped in the bathroom, Cooper. <laughs> I, well, I mean, you're a bad person, so I never know. <laughs> but my yeah. So why I is there pooped. not a bathroom at a baseball field? I, I thought we lobbied for this. I thought this it was, was closed for. or something. The point is, there was no bathroom at the time. Sure. Otherwise, I wouldn't have shit. Sure. In public. Right. But I was like seven, and I pooped, and they saw, and then the game ends, and I didn't have access to toilet paper, so I went back to the car. They were taking us all home. His parents were taking Michael and his brother and I and I think someone else back home after the baseball game. Yeah. And I just shit my pants and had no toilet paper. And the car just, as soon as everyone packed in and the last door closed, it was like... Is this a van? It was a three-row car. Is this a fucking 70s? You're like station wagon? No. Cars have three rows. If you live in suburbia, you have three rows in your car. That sounds like a minivan. The driver and passenger, the three in the back, and then the, the three in the further back. That's the more uncomfortable seat. I was in the far back. I think far back left. And I just remember feeling so embarrassed because everybody knew it was me immediately. And my poop was like yellow. It just... All aligned. And the reaction and your non-participation in my storytelling... Well, the way you're telling it, uh, I, it I, feels odd to interrupt. It, 
it, it should be more interruption I feel because like now trying. I felt like, you know, no, 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 no. Listen to me. No, 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 no. Listen to me for a second, okay? <laughs> you will never for, listen. For a you... second, okay? I poured my heart out there from an embarrassing moment in my in my childhood. And I was waiting till you were done to talk about it. Yeah, because this podcasts, podcasts are is about bad. long strands of one person talking. No, it's not. <laughs> That's what they're all about. No, it's not. See, and I feel like you should have been like, oh, you know, you pooped in the baba, ba 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 ba. But now I, I just look like where an was idiot. The, where was the bathroom? Now I just look like an where idiot. Where was the bathroom? Did they stop? These are my questions. No, see, now it's too late to Here's go my back. next question. I feel question. like I told Here's a my dumb, question. dumb story, and now everyone's going to hear like a story with no conclusion. Because what was that story? Is that I pooped my pants at a baseball field, and when we came back from it, everyone could smell it in the car. That should have been the extent of the story. So nobody said anything in the car? I don't think they said it. I think they weren't trying to... That's like, even what worse. What the brother was like... That is even I think worse. the brother was like, what smells? And then he realized that it was me. Because I was just like doing that thing where I, I was in the far back and I just planted my face on the back window. Yeah. And those ones... You, in those windows, they they don't roll down all the way. They just crack open. Yeah. Like a door. Right. And now, see, even how you... Like, yeah, right? It seems like this was an uninteresting story, and I really I, I feel like a dumb, dumb person. Are you going to be a pussy the entire podcast? Are you going to get mad that I don't give you what you want the entire fucking podcast? Yes. You say you want to start a yes. podcast? Yes. I told you I wanted a bad podcast. This is what happens in a bad podcast. All right. Well, I have a story. Let's hear your story. I can't think I'm of I'm going to do what you did to me when you tell this story. Well, it's a pretty okay? short story. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> can't wait to hear <laughs> I honestly feel like I've blocked out truly embarrassing things all i can think about are things that make me sad but this is very embarrassing mm. to me i yeah. can't not remember <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> this is i think it's like the first time i ever bombed or like understood what bombing was which i don't like putting it this stand way stand up doing bad at stand up yeah but this wasn't stand up i was like <coughs> four to six years old in the back of my dad's car as he's driving me and my brother to school in the morning and we pass a chevron and as everyone listening to this knows, uh, the Chevron convenience marts are called food marts. And uh, from the back of the car, which, by the way, worst place to tell a joke, in the back seat of a car. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how you're really diving into this bit, which is only making it worse. And I'm sorry I didn't give you what you want, but don't do this to me. But we're driving, and I'm in the back seat of the car, and I see uh, food mart, and I say to my dad and my brother, I say, uh, I, I go, uh, hey, what if... Uh, what if instead of going to school, we all just went to Food Mart for the whole day? And then uh, nobody said anything. And it was also at that moment that I learned that dads laugh, like, in, a, in an obligatory way. Because I was like, he didn't even give me that. That was the first time I, I ever felt, like, that, that deep sadness of bombing. That's what's, like, very annoying about me is that most of the saddest things in my life to me are when people did not think I was funny. You know David Lamastro, right? So you were in a car? Yes. <laughs> Remember you dropped off? Or I said car? <laughs> Wait. Sorry. I was, I was thinking about the Joker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You have some more thoughts on it? Yeah. I have a lot of cool thoughts. About its nuance? Yeah. No, but that sounds embarrassing, like, for you, you know? I felt like my dad betrayed me. Because nobody laughed at the joke. Nobody laughed. Nobody even said shit. But that was probably what you needed. You probably needed someone to not think you were funny to be funny. 
I think I do a lot of things out of spite. Like, you know David Lamastro, right? I don't know David Lamastro. He was my best friend from, like, uh, first grade to fifth grade. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't David Lamastro. But you do know, you know Max Drago. I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't know any of these people. Max Drago was the kid that I used to punch every day from, like, preschool to, like, second grade, and then we became friends. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, pretty sure it was him. One time in, like, fifth grade, and I, by that time, it's a small school, same kids from, like, kindergarten and fifth grade. Yeah. I had, like, forced my way into being the funny guy. Sure. Like, really bullhorn my way, which is not, does not, it means you're not funny if you do it that way. But I was, like, I thought of myself as, like, the funny guy, and then he came up to me and he goes, you know, none of us think you're funny. We just laugh because we feel bad for you. And... That's probably like what, wait. How old were you? It was like fifth grade. Damn, like that and, kid really knows how to destroy a person. And it fucked me up so much that I I went back to him. I was like, "Do you really mean that?" And then he made a caveat, which almost made me feel worse. Where he's like, "No, like fifty percent of the time." And I was like, "I'm bad in fifty. I thought I was just hidden dingers." And um, and like I've had things happen to me which have probably caused more trauma than that. But truly, the saddest thing I can think of in my entire, which is the most, and now we've really reached the pinnacle of like white guys doing podcasts. That's the saddest thing in my life is someone saying I'm not funny. But well, it kind of ties back to the Joker if you think about it. Oh, completely. You're this, you're this like person that no one thinks is funny. Yeah, who's just getting shit on all the time because no one thinks you're funny. So you decide to be funny, and then you go up. And you just bomb. You bomb. Just bomb. And you make a terrible podcast with mm-hmm. your friend. Yeah. Who, a person like you, will kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a matter of when. It's a matter of when, you know. I've had, uh, you know, violent instances. If you had to kill... But not against other people. Okay. To be fair. Huh? I punched my own face. Get off my get off my back. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't see this. This brought it to a lull. I was joking. Wait, I was joking. You know what was an embarrassing I'm moment? A joker. You know what was an embarrassing moment is, I um, I went to Yuma, Arizona, to do stand up comedy, mm-hmm. and I did twenty minutes of stand up comedy to a conservative room. Um, and not really conservative, like conservative, but also just rural, you know, it's a very rural area. And I've done like a few of those rooms before and it's went well, but this time I had no momentum. And then my closer is talking about being pansexual. So it was more just like, this guy's not funny. And then they were just like, God fucking damn it. And I bombed. Because uh, they didn't like what you were saying. You know what's, you know, what was almost or even worse just- than a bomb is they laughed at a decent amount of stuff. But I think I brought the wrong energy, like being too appreh- – like I was I was trying to cover all bases before they needed to be covered of like talking about being from L.A., you know, being like, I know what you think I'm like because I felt it from them, but I brought it up to – anyway, I bombed and I walked outside and then I was um, – <clears throat> now it sounds like I'm starting to cry. I said something in my throat. But um, – and then I was going to punch – For the record, everyone listen, Cooper is – I, up. I am wearing eyeliner and it is <laughs> running down I my face. I don't know why you keep on wearing mascara when 
because I want when you to know, you cry a lot <laughs> because I want you to know when I'm saying I want you to be able to look at me and be like okay Cooper's not feeling good okay but um that's what I do at my therapist's office I if I if I come in with the mascara down my face then he goes okay we need to up the labyrinth that's what he says that's good yeah but no I was walking outside after bombing and uh and I was gonna punch the ground and I was like I don't want to do that i'll break my hand and this is how dumb i am that i went oh i'll punch my face which is very that's why i think it's funny where it's like even my self-harm is stupid you know what i mean like he's just a wacky quirky guy like like, (laughs) it's really like the sad version of the three stooges where like some people like cut themselves and that's like a real like commitment to sadness. Well, you just like and I'm doink just, your head. I'm punching myself in the face and I punch myself in the face and I chip my molar. And then after the show, I like told the people that I had done the show with. And Why they, don't we? Okay, C- Cooper, I hate to. Can we, can we finish? Yeah. But Cooper, you you like to take anger out like in punches, right? Yeah, I mean you don't obviously don't like hit anybody or anything, but <laughs> sorry, I really didn't mean to say that. We can, <laughs> we can take the we can take no, this no, out. No, we can no, take no. this out. But no, okay, listen, anyway. in two years <laughs> we're gonna be able to tell a great story. No, no, no. But why don't okay? So you like punch things after you get mad a lot? Is that fair to say? Yeah. Why don't we get you like a sock and bobber so you can just punch whatever you want? But your hand is protected, <laughs> and everybody wins. You get to punch, and no one or nothing. I think that's uh, that's the problem, though. Is you, it needs to like almost kind of be bad. You know what I mean? I I feel like if you you could just like just punch the crap out of a mailbox with some sock and boppers and get it out. But part of myself is like you, you want to like hurt yourself. The knuckles gotta like swell up. Well, okay, so you get a sock and bopper, you get all your energy out, and then you get a little hammer and you, 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 you know, hit your hands. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Why? It's, I don't Seems know what, productive. It's, it really is the dumbest way to be angry. It's like literally just the epitome of like being a dumbass of like, I'm mad, let's make things worse tangibly. Like, uh, but it's my whole family. My I used to do that. I used to, uh, I used to punch a lot of holes in walls. I'm hoping it's and a young I, man thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, <laughs> I remember I punched a hole in, in the wall and it, <laughs> I, I threw the punch and it didn't go through all the way, but then I felt like kind of like I was a pussy if I didn't break it in all the way. So, so I took like Three or four punches to, <laughs> to get it, finally. The whole time you're just... And I knew it was bad. I was like, oh, this is so stupid, but you, you're just such an asshole if you don't. So I took a couple more so it would actually break the, the drywall. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit, that was so stupid. Yeah. And mom's going to be home in 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's what's so funny about being, like, angry when you're young because you're just like, fuck, I hate my fucking life. And you're like, oh, right, I have to... I have to show this to my mother now. Right. It's not just a problem I have. She's like, this is my wall. I just try to not acknowledge it. I think it took like a couple hours, but it was in it was in my formal dining room for her to find it. And I just remember like, okay, so when she comes in, I have to not be in that room. And then You did that? You didn't just come clean? Isn't that worse? 
Yeah, no, it was worse. I was terrified. I fucking... Yeah, I punched a wall. I hated getting yelled at. Yeah. I never got yelled at is the problem. Mm. I literally have never had, like, a yelling fight with my mom. Because my mom will do something where she shuts me down, like, in a way that I've only seen it four times, but it fucks me up. Like, she says the thing that... Like if I'm if I'm like being like brooding and self pitying and it's only happened like four times when it really annoys her. That you've been self brooding. You know, like if I like fuck up, but instead of fixing the situation, I just self deprecate. Like I think one time she said just something like Jesus Christ, or like just you know what I mean, just that tone. Yeah. Where she's never been like you're a loser because she's always like really positive person. Like she has like affirmations all around the house and everything, like really positive. So for her to just be like you fucking pussy. It's, like, almost, like, all the niceness she's, like, saving up for just, like, little moments. That. So, I've never had a yelling match with my mom. So, I've never been afraid of being yelled at. I actually always feel bad because I'm like, oh, she's gonna be fine as long as I fix this. Which is a blessing. But I almost feel bad that they're not meaner to me. But I used to live in a duplex with my mom and you have to walk downstairs. And right when you got down the stairs, there was a a small wall in front of you that walled off the living room from a bedroom. Mm -hmm. So the wall's right in front of you as you walk down the stairs. And I punched that wall. So she came home. Or I probably called her before, but she came home and she was like, the fuck is this? And then, uh, so if I'm getting this right, so you were, so you were in a car. We had finally hit (laughs) a natural Group. Got it. We had finally hit a point. I know. Where if anyone had lasted this long, but that's say, not the point hey, of this podcast. They got to talking. Yeah. What do you mean the point? They got of this to podcast? being honest and vulnerable and hearing each other's stories, and then they just made it bad again. Dylan made it bad. But no, I understand yeah. what you're saying. But then I learned to plaster a wall. That was that's a blessing in disguise. Everyone I know how with, to too now. Yeah. Everyone with anger issues. Your, yeah. Knows how to plaster a wall. Yeah. Everyone with anger issues can There's be a something carpenter. so satisfying too, like ASMR about <laughs> ASMR <laughs> uh, about parching a wall because it's like I had like the like a uh, flecked kind of wall texture okay. is white, yeah. but there was like you know little grooves in sure. it, and you could just kind of like hear the crunch, yeah, and then like exploding through. because it's it's the only win you can get. Yeah. Because you, whatever, like, whatever reason you're doing that is you're angry, so you've already lost. And so you're like, I need to defeat something. You're this fucking wall. in my car when I punched my windshield and it, like, shattered. Yeah. I didn't even know I was doing it. I was looking away. But you I, wouldn't if we had gotten you some sock and boppers. Like, it's. Yeah, but they don't fit in the car. You just have to find space. I'd have to wear those sock and boppers everywhere. Well, yeah, but <laughs> wouldn't that be kind of funny, you know? <laughs> I would be like. Like, like people having to wear, like, safety gear or, like, helmets. It would just be me, but with sock and boppers. Yeah. You're like, what's up with you? You're like, I get real punchy when stuff doesn't work out. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. <laughs> I'm the sock and bopper guy. I wonder if they even have sock and boppers anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, you just put your fist in, like, two marshmallows of air, and you just punch stuff. Yeah. No, I, I understand the concept. Yeah. No, I just... No, I get it. No, no I, I get it. No, 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 Man, this is, um, this is a cast. I'm actually having a good time. I've been trying to be less reading bad stuff. I think I checked my phone about coronavirus 
two times today, two to three times, which is a lot less than usual. The only things you should be doing on your phone are calling your family and friends, mm-hmm. checking your bank statements, and looking at dicks on Grinder. That's what I came here for. Otherwise, what is there to look at? Right. And what's the point of, like, we can only do so much at this point. I was thinking, like, oh, if what if I get so paranoid by, by this stuff. But today I feel like it's been slowly, like, okay, this bad thing is happening, but I can't devote all my energy to it. Otherwise, it'll consume me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This episode was brought to you by Tony Chentries. Type in Dylan and Coop on TonyChentries.com for a 20% discount at checkout. I'm very sorry. I wasn't being present. I wasn't in the moment. But I do have a question. Sure. What do you think is, um, like, the funniest moment in your life? Like, Uh, maybe it's, like, a sad thing that is funny in retrospect or just something that was just, like, truly ridiculous and funny. Like, if you put it in a scene in a movie, it would be the one scene people talk about. Something funny happening or someone making me laugh? Something funny happening. I can give you one. See, but mine are kind of... A lot of mine are, like, messed up. Well, so is mine. Because I view them as, like, funny, but it doesn't mean that they're not tragic things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I can tell you mine. Sure. That I Go for it. funny. Um, I can actually think of two things. One is um, I, was at, I was at therapy, like, five weeks ago. And, um, and we were having, I wasn't feeling great that week, but anyone in therapy, um, you've been, have you been in therapy? Yeah. A few times? Yeah. You ever get to that point where you're just sort of like, I think I'm just kind of done. Like I'm 40 minutes into the hour, but I got nothing left, mm-hmm. you know, like we should have stopped, but no. like, uh, when you're in therapy. Yeah. And I was like, I was pretty much just done talking, but the problem is before that I had said a bunch of horribly sad shit, you know? Sure. So I said to my therapist, I was like, Hey, can we just finish early today? And he was like. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I feel fine. I just like, I feel like I'm kind of good. And he was like, sure. And then, uh, I like give him the copay and then he shakes my hand and with a smile and like in a very friendly way. And this is why I really like him. He's not the greatest therapist, but sometimes he does shit that I'm like, you're amazing. With a smile, he looks at me, he goes, I'm going to see you next week. Right. (laughs) And, and I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, you're, I'm gonna. What? I'm not Isn't gonna... that weird? It's like when you're a depressed person. It's like if we go to therapy, it's almost like being happy is suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it was just like he was like, "Are you gonna go fucking buy a gun?" Like, what you... but it was yeah, it was truly hilarious. Like <laughs> if you were like, "Dog, I want to kill myself," be like, "Ah, oh, Coop, like it's been 45. <laughs> Let's just wrap this up." He's like, "Listen." But the second you're like, "Oh, you know, yeah, I just like the, you know, feeling good today." Yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. No, no, but it was bad because I think before that I was like, "That's no. very funny, though." Yeah, but I, I did, I did set him up bad though because I'm pretty sure in that session I was like, you know, I've been thinking about killing myself a little more. Not gonna do it, just thinking. And then, and then into the session I was like, "Can I go?" So I think you just, kinda, oh. I think you kind of had to be like. You're yeah. not going to go kill yourself. But yeah. I just had a laugh and I was like, no, come on. It's like you forget how you're a crazy person. And you're like, oh, yeah. I had this uh, this therapist that I only had for one session. <laughs> so I've been therapy three. I've been to three therapists. 
And this therapist, the third therapist, or the one in between was uh, this guy that I just had gone to once. And he was a Mormon therapist. So that was like... Why were you, you know, going to that? You're not Mormon, right? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how he got set up. How did you him. know he was Mormon? Was he marketed as like... He was talking I'm about Mormon. being Mormon the whole time. <laughs> like, he bro, was talking the whole bro, time? This is about me, bro. <laughs> you know? I have that in therapy. Sometimes I'll walk in, he'll say, how are you? Then I'll say, good. And then I'll say, how are you? Then he'll explain his day. And I'm like, fuck. I don't know how to just be like, okay, me for an hour now. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but anyway. Eat up the time. <laughs> this copay ain't free, baby. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> yeah. your day. I just... I remember... Yeah, <laughs> I only went to him once because he was just—he was just such a fucking idiot. Not, it, well, man, that's that's unfair. Okay, that's not a fair statement. He was trying to be do the right thing, but him and I were, could not be like any more opposite of like in a bad way. Yeah, because yeah. the fact that it brought up because it was the first day that he met me, it brought up that I, I was gay. And he took, like, and I'm not exaggerating here, at least, like, 15 to 20 minutes about how he was Mormon, but that he didn't care that I was gay and that he had gay friends and that I shouldn't feel weird about being gay. And it made me feel so weird about being gay. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I know? know how to make this guy comfortable. Let yeah. me take time away from him being honest to talk yeah. for 20 minutes. And I was in there for a severe reason. Yeah. Like, the next day... I went to like a like an outpatient center, yeah, or inpatient center, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and his way of helping is being like, I don't care if you, yeah. Gay. I was like talking about it. I was like, no, but like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I really want to like kill myself right now. And he's like, dude, it's okay that you're gay. <laughs> you're like, I have a plan. It's I I know what I'm gonna do. And he's like, it's fine to be gay. It's like that's we're, we're way past that. <laughs> He's like, you think I'm a fucking, you think I'm afraid to be gay? I'm afraid of myself. I'm talking about my chemical imbalance here. I need help. It's okay that you're gay. I got gay friends. It's like, yeah, so that that only lasted one session because I was like, bro, like. It's going to be every session. You, you tried, you know, yeah. you tried and it thinks. But yeah. not working out. Yeah. He's just trying to relate to you every session. He's like, so did you, uh. <laughs> Meet up for DL sex with any old <laughs> yeah. bear daddies? <laughs> yeah. It's like that same therapist. I bet they have like, you know, like a a, a black patient. And I it just first, he's like, Doc, I like, you know, I don't know what to do. Like, it feels like my life's falling apart. It's like, I loved Get Rich or Die Trying. One of the best rap albums. It's okay that you're black. I got black friends. He's like, you know, uh, my wife left me and, uh, you know, I have to, so, you know, support a full household now. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think Jordan Peele is one of the most prolific young directors happening, right? <laughs> Bro! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I'm on okay. dialysis! Hey, and- hey, we're way past that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when those people, because I've had people that are like, oh, it's totally cool. It's totally cool that you're gay. I don't have a problem with it. Those are usually the people that have a problem with it. And yeah. they go to lengths to like try to make you feel comfortable, but it's like, you are uncomfortable about this. I wasn't even talking about sexuality. Yeah. You know, really, I was, as a minor dude, so I was like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend and I have been fighting. I don't care that you're gay. 
you know? It's like, who is this guy? And, he, and he's like, everyone thinks I'm anti-gay because I'm Mormon. I'm not. I got a lot of gay friends. And, you know, it's like, man, I, I'm talking about overdosing, you know? Talking, and it's just like, oh, no, you, it's, it's okay that you're gay. Yeah. But then I had... For a second, you're like, did you think that I'm the therapist? Yeah. Are we both, yeah. Is this like, is this like, wait, a am I like telling, is this me drawing out of you that you're okay with gay people? <laughs> you know? Are, are you gay? I just had to look at my watch and like, oh, that concludes our session. <laughs> you know? You're like, you know, I, I think we get it. Yeah. I think I know what you're about. And then my first therapist was also pretty religious. He was cooler, he was nice and stuff. But there's always that weird thing of like, does this guy not agree yeah. with me? Because I feel that somewhat with my therapist. He's like an older white dude and like a nice dude. But um, I uh, he has like a bronze statue of an eagle with an American flag behind it. Oh and, my uh, god, I know. Th- does it say Freedom's Ride? I don't know what it says on it. Next time, got that. remember this. And if you see the bronze eagle, see if it has Freedom's Ride written under it. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. So because of that, I, I do wonder about his politics, which is not fair, but I'm always like, if you voted for like any of the last four Democratic presidents, you don't have this on your desk. You just don't. You just <laughs> what don't was have- on his desk? The Bronze Eagle. Oh, yeah. Which is fine. I don't care either way. I mean, it's not like it's a part of the therapy. But, like, sometimes I'll talk about being a therapist. It's like, hey, Cooper, come in. We can talk about your shit. But wasn't that Democratic debate fucking one? (laughs) He's like, all I saw was two pussies talking about pussy shit. Anyway, how the fuck are you, asshole? It's a therapist that always needs to say something before he's like, listen, I will listen. Whatever, you're suicidal. But can we just talk for a second? Like, he really needs to talk about something. Can we talk about... Amendment 4B under the C article. I have been on 4chan a lot recently. <laughs> this guy, yeah. So I had a guy, he's crit, but he was, he was nice. Um, but it was like when I was in high school and I, I didn't trust him. <laughs> I like saying stuff to him. I, I feel that, yeah. They always say, it's like, we won't talk. But it's like, yeah, you probably will. Well, it's just a certain way of saying shit, yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll go in, I'll be like, yeah, I've been thinking about killing myself. But it's not like a serious thing, you know? It's like a thing you think about. And, uh, but you can't say, like, I think I want to kill myself. Right. Then it's like, you have to be very careful about yeah. the language. You got to be like, you have to almost have to introduce, like, he hasn't heard of it. Like, you know how some people are suicidal? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was? What would yeah. you think? What would you, what would be the first thing you do after I leave this office? Do we call him someone? Huh? What did you do? Yeah, and then I had this therapist in Chicago, and she had this office that was, like, in a really tall building in the middle of the city. So, it was cool. I was looking out. Yeah. And she was, she was, like, maybe in her 50s or so, 50s or early 60s, and she was the coolest person I ever met. And I think she was, like, stoned all the time, but she was, like, a doctor. Yeah. Like, a very smart person. She help you a lot? Yeah. Yeah. She would like, she had these really cool approaches like, um, uh, like writing down my dreams. I like that sort of stuff. Like, my grandma trying to that. interpret yeah. stuff, you know, yeah, in yeah, yeah. subconscious. And she was great because I remember there was this, because I would have the same time every week. 
And there was this lady that was in her office right before I was supposed to go in. I was just on the other side of the door in like a little a small waiting room, like a chair. And this woman every week would just be bawling, bawling. And at first I was like, oh, that's so sad. And then, but like slowly over time, <laughs> you know, because I'd, I'd hear her kind of like, okay, so we're going to get out of here. You know, yeah. this is a session. Can't wait to see you next week. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then we kind of just both realized that this lady was just like, she, my therapist would just like roll her eyes as she walked out of the door. Was she, That's was, so funny. She was like so funny. Yeah. That was the thing I loved about her. Is she like, she had a great sense of humor. Yeah. And just, uh, I don't know. No, I need a therapist like that because I feel like it's just like, I always have the thing with the therapist where I'm like, does this guy fucking hate me? And I would love a therapist that could be like, yeah, you know, just, you, you whine a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't been writing anything down. <laughs> My, uh, yeah, no, but, but yeah, I feel you. That's, um, I used, to, I, did, you, did you have therapy as a young child? I think I was in, I was in high school. I feel, uh, I think I'm part of an elite group of people who were most likely born in California who had therapy at the age of like five. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think it's because my parents were like, he's uh, very angry for a five-year-old boy. And I would go to a lady um, named Janice. It wasn't just, it was in and off. She was a therapist. But, uh, and she would like rub my back. Not in a weird, it was like part of the therapy, like over the, and then she'd fuck me, but no, um, it was like over the close, she'd rub my back and then we would talk about things. The only thing I remember talking about is me being afraid of Chucky and she was like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to put Chucky in a jar and I was like, and then we're going to smash the fucking jar, right Janice? And I was really excited for her to be like, yeah. And then she was like, no, we're just going to put it in the closet. And I was like. You can't put Chucky in the closet. In a jar, he's gonna get out. <laughs> yes. Have you fucking seen Chucky? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what you like the whole movie's like, well, nope, I'm in a jar, so I can't, you know, fucking kill eight a, people. A lot of the movie is him getting out of stuff. And yeah, I I still don't know. Did it help I, though? No. I don't know why I, she tried to use metaphor with a child. Because I was put like. Put it in the dark corner of this. Yeah. Put Chucky in a jar. Put it in the dark ho- corner of the closet. And just have the door slightly ajar. <laughs> just a little. So you can hear his whispers <laughs> emanating from the jar. Yeah. I think I just said throw it away. I was like, well, throw it away. Obviously, that would be the logical conclusion. He's in the jar. He can't escape for long enough. We'll throw him in the, you know, he'll, he'll get taken away. And then she's like, no, just have him in the closet. Which still today, I don't know what that means. Is that like recognizing fear and like being comfortable with it? I think it's just like maybe a therapist who read a wrong article. I think she was smart though. She probably was. She was like an older woman who really seemed to know what she was doing. As far as I can remember, that's just the only thing I remember though. Is telling, cause how'd you see Chucky? I never even saw the movie. I would just see like previews of his face and I'd be like, that's fucking scary. Yeah. I didn't like cut up faces. Chucky and the Exorcist. Really, I did not enjoy. Ooh. Yeah, I had a scary time with that face. I think I, a lot of people did that. I Exorcist feel like face? Yeah. It's just that face. It's just yeah. too much. It's just very so evil. It is. I mean, if the Exorcist was outside right now, I would be very scared. Yeah. That's so cool that some people, that's like part of their job. Being exorcists? No, yeah, they perform exorcisms. Uh, 
What a dumb life. What a stupid fucking life. Yeah, right. What a what a great life. I mean, no, it's great. It is great. It's amazing. But that's such a dumb life to where it's like, well, you know, I talk in front of people about Jesus and it's like, oh, that's cool. And it's like, and then I go to people's houses and I slap a woman who has, you know, severe mental issues. Because <laughs> that's all people who are possessed are. They're just people who have like untreated psychosis. And oh, then- God, that's such an easy excuse, Cooper. Because that's is what this, they want you. Is this where you defend <laughs> demons this now? This is a dumb podcast, and we're going to my next dumb opinion. <laughs> Exorcisms are real. <laughs> I mean, they're go. real, but that is such a wild thing to do, though, where it's yeah. like, yeah, this, la- this lady is having severe And no one issues. can ever prove it. No. They're like, oh, the ghost ran away. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> It's like she stopped being crazy. The devil must be out. It's like no, you punched her in the face nine. Times. She was she's unconscious. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if God. she was pretending to be Charlie Brown, you wouldn't believe her. But because she says she's a demon, you're like, well, you know, we got to pour hot candle wax in her mouth. Otherwise, what's gonna happen? But what if even like one exorcism was real and it worked? Then that would be great. But. It's it. I don't think the ends justify the means of like every other person getting beat the fuck out of. It's the same as like or like people thinking they're witches. Well, there are witches. All right, I'll concede. I'm a crystal gal. I get crystals. I do think it's. I do. I do like when people call themselves witches now. I don't yeah. get annoyed of it. I like when I meet someone. They're like, "I'm a witch," and I'm like, "That is so cool that you have the confidence to <laughs> just, tell to, to anyone that. that." Yeah, I. I don't even like calling myself the things I am, and you are out here calling yourself a witch, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> I think witch. it's. <laughs> <laughs> you killed a witch, Harry Potter. <laughs> Matt, I, I really don't want to be condescending but I should just start saying that when people are like I'm a witch and I'm like ah it's like Harry Potter very cool very very cool <laughs> act like you're really into it but you don't know anything about it where you're like oh my god that's oh so- yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> for sure so you put like sun kissed and grapes in a bowl or what What do you do what's a potion <laughs> oh my god that is incredible it is a. It's funny though because they're. I think they're, it's sort of redefining the term because people say like I'm a witch. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean by that? And be like, well, like I try and like harness energy from crystals and I follow like pagan ideology. And I'm like, I feel like witch means magic though, because that's like being like, oh, I'm a comedian. It's like, oh, what do you do? It's like oh, I go on Reddit and I like type funny stuff. <laughs> and you're like, it's not the whole thing. You got to be doing spells. Do you think there's a thing with witches where it's like you got to have that it factor? I think so. Being a witch. And I feel like a lot of witches it's a long aren't word. going around like, I'm a witch. If there are witches, yeah. they're not like, look how witchy I am. <laughs> like they make, know they're witches. Like making shirts. Keep and they common. need to keep disguised. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're a witch, you're definitely moving in silence for sure. Or like, I think if you're a witch, it's about dropping <laughs> hints to where it's just like, like someone ghosts you and you're like, you'll see me again. <laughs> and there's just like a crow outside of their door. <laughs> she calls in the moment, then he hears it outside of his house. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. But although if, a, if an actual witch was like wanting to get away with being a witch, I think the perfect disguise would be like acting with- like one of those who's like I'm a witch you know like the witch because then everyone's 
it, it's like the ultimate fuck you. It's like, I'm telling you I'm a witch, and you don't believe me because you think I'm being just annoying right now. Yeah, that would work. You got like a whole Tumblr page. I'd be like, Cooper, I'm a witch. And they're like, oh, Dylan's always just saying he's a witch. It's so stupid. <laughs> but I'm really a witch. You're doing like blood sacrifices. <laughs> and crystals. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah I got crystals. I can read palms. I do blood sacrifices. <laughs> uh, a- I could like, I wear strange hats. It's a witch that wants you to know it's like, the blood sacrifice is not all I do. It's- I could also read palms. <laughs> if you thought murdering a baby to appease the Dark Lord was interesting, what if I told you how long you might live? <laughs> what if I told you that you may or may not get in a relationship in the next two years? <laughs> in addition to all that hocus pocus. I feel like reading palms is unfair to people with dry skin. I have very I have palms with a lot of lines on them, and one time a person was like, I can... <laughs> Listen. Wait, you have look at my palms. You have palms with a lot of lines. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of wrinkles. I got oh, a lot of lines. Wrinkles. Okay, I think you meant like. I mean, you can see the. Yeah, there's. You can see the. You can see. Fuck you. Yeah. Do you think that I just assumed everyone had smooth? Palms? I think so. Can you imagine you look at someone else's hands. You're like, my wait. First hands. You're like, wait. You got it too. <laughs> My God! No, but like I got the big ones, but then I got like all these like little wrinkly ones. Well, that's because we've also been fucking washing our hands three thousand times a day. That's true. I mean, yeah, my hands—if anyone can see them right now—I bet palm readers right now are freaked out about coronavirus. (laughs) They're like, we're finally in demand again. We can read so much about people's palms because they're so wrinkly right now. They're like the one business that's out of demand. Oh. Are you kidding me? Palm reading. You're going to someone to touch your hands. That's like the one thing they're like, don't do no. that. That's the one business. You can webcam it, you know? <laughs> like, okay. I know a lot okay, of online witches. Okay, hold your witches. palms up. Hold your palms up. <laughs> I know a lot of online witches. You can't do palm reading from six feet away. It's not a fair social distance. It's not a safe social distance. Uh, yeah, you put a camera on your palms and then you, you just Skype a, a witch. Skype a witch. But yeah, one time I had someone read my palms. They're like, I can read palms. And I was like, okay. What did they say? This is literally what they said. They looked at my palm and then they went, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, and then I went, didn't. literally. No, I'm not didn't. They went, oh. I, they either said fuck or that's bad. That, and that's all they said. And I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, oh. And I was like, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I'm going to punch you now because you've said my hands are bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> did they explain why they were no. bad? <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> That's like someone just going to a room and like someone will die tonight and then just walk out. It's also a cop out because it's like you don't know. <laughs> You're just being. That's like all the people with coronavirus who is just like, what do you think is going to happen? They're like, <laughs> you just wait. And you're like, wait, you went to Starbucks last January? <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> no. You're telling me you drank Sunny D within the last two weeks? <laughs> Sign your own death note. God. Uh, I think we need... I feel super witchy. <laughs> I'm just gonna get, like, a bag of rocks. We should get into witch shit. I would love right to get now, into Since witch we're shit. in a cabin. Yeah. Wouldn't that be scary if it... I feel like witch shit works for people who don't want it to work. I, feel, I know. I feel like people who really want it to work, it just doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah. But if we did it, it we're like, it's oh, this will like cool, be weird. Yeah. Like, we'd, like, open a portal and be like, oh. 
fuck. Yeah, because anyone who's like, I want to be a witch, they never become the witches. It's always people like, oh, I would hate to become a witch, where the witches are like, that's exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> oh my god, I'd hate to kill all those people. And it's like, I, uh, I sh- oh, we need to watch that movie. Maybe we can watch it after. There's this one movie, ah, oh, what's her name? She's She was the... <laughs> She was like the witch person in uh what was that movie, Cooper? The 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 one that was based off the Christian book. It's like the three kids and they have to go to there's like a winter witch. It's, this is a kid's movie? It's in the same realm of like uh Chronicles of Narnia. That's it. Oh you know, Tilda Swinton. That's who I'm thinking of. Tilda Swinton, I've told you about this movie. It's it's a guy who made uh Calling by Your Name, but it's about this witch that owns like a witch dance company and they they use dancing to like summon demons and stuff super witchy (laughs) (laughs) oh my god witchy is a term that refers to stuff that people who are not witches do (laughs) yeah like witchy is like an instagram person yeah that's like it's either a woman or a bi guy (laughs) that's like I'm witchy, you know? And and at the same time, I, I'll admit, like, if somebody, even if they're clearly not a witch, I don't fuck with them. <laughs> you know? Like, I do not, I'm very nice to them on the off chance that they are a witch. That's how you run your life. Because witches, you know, as much as they're criticized, they're respectful if you're respectful of them. I think that's a witch trait. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of their whole thing. It's so cool that being a witch is like a villain that is just based off spite. Yeah. That's all it is. It's like, because witches never have any real enemies. It's more just like, <laughs> you wronged me. <laughs> like, literally, just people doing, like, they have all this power that they could, like, change the world, but instead they're like, <laughs> that man really thought he could splash me with this car yeah. on a rainy night. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin your fucking life. I'm gonna make your skin fall off. <laughs> Nonetheless, oh. all the prison camps are still open. Witchy. <laughs> Oh man, uh, what uh, what's that one? Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah, Hocus Pocus. It's in that's in. Yeah, game. sure, they did some bad stuff in the town, but they're pretty funny. <laughs> that's what I feel about like witches too. Is like they got like a good like kind of messed up sense of humor. There's a sense of humor, and yeah. yeah, where it's yeah, it's like boiling kids in pots and stuff. Oh, solid bits. Yeah, <laughs> solid bits. All of it. I Say mean, what it, you will. Yeah, it's a good bit. They work hard. Yeah, that would really suck. That would really suck, though, to be a real witch, because it's like the same thing as when like there are like musicians that are like that guy's not actually like a good musician. They have to watch him get famous, and that's better because you can at least admit that admit that you are also a musician. Yeah, but with, like everyone calling themselves witches, if you're a witch, you just have to be like, fuck, yeah, shut up, because you can't go out and be like, I'm. This is what a witch is. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. then people will be like, oh, well, now we'll start. What up is it the trials about witches again. where they like people getting famous and then their demise? Witches like that? Don't you seem. Does it seem like. <laughs> witches Cooper, do, that? do you not look around at how witches are acting? Have now? you ever fucking had a thought about these witch things? Because they, they always lure someone in with like an apple or a music contract. Yeah. And they get all famous. A music contract? Yeah. A witch? 
Yeah. I was yeah. with you on Apple, but you jumped right to music content. Well, it's, it's like the same thing. It's like temptation. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you can get everything you wanted, but just as you got it, guess what? There's this weird little loophole that makes your life fucked up. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. how it is with Satan. You know, you know Satan. Yeah, that old Satan guy. He's witchy. <laughs> Satan's witchy as hell. I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says "Satan's Little Witch." <laughs> we should we should start wearing shirts that just all refer to witches, but 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 never talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me until feeling witchy today. Don't talk to me until I've had my witch. We're like that doesn't even. Should, should you be the witch? Yeah, we're sitting at your house. You're wearing a shirt that says, don't talk to me until I've had my witch. And I say, and mine says, like, bitchy witchy. And we're just sitting with your roommate. And we're just not mentioning it. Maybe, like, a guy, like, a t-shirt of a guy, like, kind of, like, acting like, mm-hmm. And it'll be like, this witch. <laughs> that feeling witch. Yeah. <laughs> this witch really thought. Boss ass witch. <laughs> Witch Girls Club. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Witch Girls do it right. We can do all of it. We should really... We gotta start, We gotta get into the market of making merchandise for people we don't like. Because <laughs> we know them so well. We gotta start making, like, coffee mugs with brass knuckle handles. You know what I mean? Just, like, shit like that. I feel like I, I, I like these people. It's I don't, what makes them interesting to me. Yeah, I don't dislike them. It's just... I, I think I like them because I couldn't do it. Because I'm like... I like you were saying earlier. If a person is saying that they're a witch and just like every day, like at the office, you know? Like what an incredible amount of self-confidence. Well, I think that's the problem is I don't think and the witch it, people go take it to that extent though. I think they bring it up when they want certain people to know. But it's like you're at a party and you're like, yeah, I do witch stuff. But it's not like you wouldn't like, they don't want to ruin their life with it. So they don't want to go up to the CEO and be like, I can't come in tomorrow because it's the summer solstice. And I have to harness energy. That, I would respect that. I would respect that way more. If you walked around where it's like, it's like you're getting hired for a job. It's like, so um, you had a gap in your work experience. And you're like, yeah, I was uh, just like gathering rocks and trying to kill children in the forest for years but yeah you have a, it says here that you worked at uh chipotle for the past two years before that you were working at a ace hardware store and then there's a big gap in your resume and then in the 1600s <laughs> you have you just wrote salem <laughs> And okay, so here here's what's confusing. It's it's on normal paper, and then as it gets to the bottom, it moves to papyrus. <laughs> I uh, and you're from Salem. You had experience there. What happened? I don't know if we can hire you because, given your work experience, you're about seven hundred years old. <laughs> and and then you start going at you like that is ageist. Yeah, that it's is ageist. You better not cross me. I'm witchy. <laughs> you didn't hire me at the subway. Prepare to get witched. <laughs> yeah, I'm that witch. <laughs> we should we should make a movie that's just about like a. It's like 
It's like just like a witch movie, but like she's not really that good at being a witch, but she's just got good attitude. You know what I mean? Where like all she can do is like make a guy's coffee too hot, and she's like, <laughs> "Witch you later." And it's like really bad phrases. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Catch you on the witch side. <laughs> well, should we close it up? What time are we at? We should probably wrap it. We should probably wrap. It. That felt like a very bad. <laughs> Yeah, for like nine hours, I think. Are we still rolling? We're still rolling. Let's do an outro real quick then. Yeah, we're going to end it. Yeah. Thanks uh, Thanks for listening to this podcast. We're sorry it was so bad. Uh, we're glad that we could share a little information uh, too, though. And we talked about some things. We, we moved. It felt like... We got a little more honest towards the end there. It was I like thought- four bad podcasts put in one. Right. I think it was fun. And if you've made it to this point, I, I'm i really happy for you because somehow you have found something here. Thank you. And what a moment that is. And so if you got into this point, I hope people have skipped to this point where we're talking about if you've got into this point. Because then people skipping are like, oh, so it was real rough. No, but it then they'll just want to listen to it. We have to listen. shout out Tony Chantry. Per usual, it's the Creole seasoning. Got a shout out. There's two people in this world that I care about, and it's James Demon and Tony Chantry. And other than that, everyone can go fuck right off. And I what a negative way to end the podcast. We were just trying to bring it back <laughs> up, <laughs> and then at the very end, it's like fuck all you pieces. <laughs> After they listen to us, that is so disrespectful. I was just it was a little joke. It was a little joke. It's a little joke. We're learning, okay? This podcast is going to get better and better unless of course it doesn't. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next episode. Good bye. Okay, we're still going. Don't say anything. <laughs> I'll end the podcast with just us going for two more minutes after doing it. Wait, did it actually record that part? Yeah, we're still recording. Okay. Yeah. That's funny, I guess. I don't know. Probably not. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. And yeah, this is how the podcast is going to end. Thank you for listening.